Blog Talk Radio. Sponsored by WomenSpeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world. You're listening to Marnie's Friends. Welcome to Marnie's Friends, the online training show where experts share insights into aspects of life and leadership that take you from surviving to thriving ASAP. Right now, you are about to discover practical, doable success strategies to shorten your learning curve, increase your productivity, and skyrocket your delight in life. Be sure to thank today's guest by sharing this program via your favorite social media outlets and swing by Marnie.com and give me a shout out too. Now let's get going with today's episode of Marnie's Friends. Welcome, welcome. This is Marnie Frederick. Welcome back to another edition of Marnie's Friends. And we are back to having guests on the air. We took a little break and did Speaker Booking Boot Camp Kickstart. If you missed that, you can go over to womenspeakers.com forward slash kickstart and get all that great stuff. And if you are here for any other reason, welcome to you. We have a wonderful guest today, Mae McCarthy. We're going to be talking about the gratitude formula, the seven-step success system, and this is the same name of May's new book. During the next hour, you're going to want to grab some kind of a notebook. I've got mine in front of me here. We're going to talk about how to set up your brain to receive life-boosting results, the one thing you must do every day, the secret to attracting the best things in life, the mind game that changes everything, how to naturally increase your productivity and results, the key to experiencing more and more wins, and how to prepare yourself for every new day. Our guest today is Mae McCarthy. She has co-founded and grown seven successful companies in a variety of industries to as large as 250 employees with over $100 million in annual revenue. She credits her successes to the spiritual principles she'll be sharing here and from her new book, The Gratitude Formula, A Seven-Step Success System, to create a life you love. You can learn more about her at her website, www.maymccarthy.com. Welcome to you, May. Oh, thank you, Marnie. I'm so happy to be here. Well, and we're excited to have you here and to celebrate your new book, which is just awesome. And uh, you have so much uh, broad experience. What made you decide to write a book about gratitude? Oh, gosh. Well, you know, I... I wrote a book that was published in 2015 called The Path to Wealth. And hundreds and hundreds of people had contacted me after either reading the book or coming to my workshops and speaking events based on that topic. Um, And they were telling me about all sorts of successes that they were having. But then I always heard a few stories about giving up. People would tell me that they were able to achieve some of the things that they believed were possible. They didn't know how they were going to do it, and they used the steps in the book, you know, to guide them. But they couldn't quite achieve the goals that were bigger than anything that they've ever experienced before or different than anything they've experienced before. And so I wrote the gratitude formula really as an advance, um, you know, strategy to help people not only to use the system for success that's outlined in the Path to Wealth, but also to work on shifting beliefs to possibility so that they could achieve those even greater goals. It sounds like maybe this book was the missing link. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, so far, so good. I mean, the feedback that I've gotten, <laughs> uh, some of the people are, are sending me in demonstrations, you know, things that are mm-hmm. happening for them and the kinds of experiences that they're having really and truly are what they've always mm-hmm. dreamed of but never really believed they could have. Mm. So cool. So we wanted to start today talking about how to set up our brains to receive life-boosting results. So maybe before you get into the setup of the brain, maybe just kind of uh, express what you're talking about, life-boosting results. What are, what are the kind of things we're talking about? Well, um, that's an interesting term, life-boosting. Um, it's, you know, you can interpret that in so many different ways. In reference to the gratitude formula, what I like to do is help people to achieve their dreams. And if that feels life-boosting for them, that's great. I mean, just to, when you're setting up your brain, one of the things that you want to remember is that your brain really can, I mean, it's been with you for your whole lifetime. And it remembers every time you had a goal that was bigger than anything you've achieved before, um, and and you didn't you didn't actually achieve it. And it remembers how disappointed you were. And in an effort to try and protect us, sometimes our brains can can put intuitive messages on mute, can can work towards illuminating steps that we can take on a path to achieve our goals simply because it recognizes that we don't believe really at the deepest level that it's possible. So what we have to do is shift our beliefs so that our brain feels that we're serious about achieving the goal, and there are some things that we can do. The first thing is to change your words. Use words to describe your goals as though they're already complete with gratitude. So you probably have heard people say things like, I want to lose 10 pounds, or I want to get out of debt. Have you heard people say that? Sure. Okay. So when you think about that goal for a minute, I want to lose 10 pounds, I want to get out of debt, the goal is to be wanting. Well, have you already <laughs> okay. Aren't you already wanting? So what we try to do in, 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 in order to get our brain on board is we shift our words to describe what we want as though it's already complete. So instead of I want to lose 10 pounds, you would say, I'm so grateful that I am already physically fit, trim, toned, energetic, and a healthy body that's pain-free and easily able to move through life. Now what will happen is your subconscious and this wonderful beautiful intuitive mind that that we have albert einstein pointed out that we all have a rational mind and we have an intuitive mind and so often because we're so concerned about data 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 and we rationalize everything this intuitive mind has gotten a very small voice so in order to to help that intuitive mind have a bigger voice we shift our words to describe our goals with gratitude as though they're already complete, then our subconscious and our intuition can show up and illuminate possibilities. And everybody's already proved this. I mean, think about the last time that you bought a car. You know, maybe you were thinking about and imagining, talking to your friends and family about a car, getting all excited, narrowing down all the possibilities. And then maybe you even went and test drove a car. Didn't you start to notice that car driving around everywhere? Before it was a goal, you never noticed that car. 
So that's what we're trying to do when we describe the goal as complete with gratitude. That's the first thing. The second thing that we can do to prime our brain for success is to read stories about and meet other people who have achieved the kind of success that we want. I call that welcoming your good or making your good familiar and welcome in your life. When you do that, your brain starts to recognize, wow, if they could do it, I could do it. And your beliefs start to shift. Once your beliefs shift to possibility, then your brain stops trying to protect you. And all of those intuitive and subconscious messages can flow through and help guide you and direct you to achieve what you want. So is this what people call uh, sabotaging yourself? Your brain is is actually trying to protect you, but in the end it's doing exactly what you don't want it to do? <laughs> I don't think it's words can sabotage. You know, so many, but I don't think your brain is. I think your brain really is just trying to protect you. It loves you. And, mm-hmm. and, and so what we need to do is acknowledge that it loves you and work with, with some tools that will help it to unleash that intuitive voice mm. to guide you and direct you to achieve what you want. Mm. The other thing that, that's important to note is when we're making something familiar and welcome, we're also hearing and and understanding other people's journeys to achieve the kind of success that we want. Um, I remember a friend of mine that's a scientist. She She's a research scientist for a cancer research organization, and she decided after taking my workshop that what she really wanted to do was get paid to sing part-time. After about two months of writing down her goals every day and reviewing them and you know, reciting them out loud, which are some of the steps that I ask people to do, um, she was going to give up. She felt like a fraud, and I call that the fraud factor. You know, she her brain knew that she did not believe that it was possible for her to be a s- successful singer. So it was trying to talk her out of it, and our rational minds try to do that. It tries to talk us out of the unknown, you know, and keep us safe and protected in the status quo. So I asked her to go meet some singers. You know, first of all, I asked her, can you sing? And she sang for me, and I got goosebumps so she could sing. <laughs> but then I asked her to go meet some people and find out what their journeys were. And after she met several people, what she realized is that they were just like her. But I had to uncover a very strong belief that she had been holding on to ever since she was a little kid. When she told her family you know, at a young age, that she wanted to be a professional singer, they all told her, that's a foolish idea. You, the singers can't make any money. It's a hard life. What you need to do is get a sensible degree and get a sensible job and really provide yeah. for your retirement. And, you know, they squished her dream and said, it's fine to sing as a hobby, but not to make money. So she yeah. had to shift that belief. And through meeting other people that were singing and getting paid for it, she started to strengthen a neural pathway in her brain that was associated with this new belief in possibility. See, she already had a very strong and deeply grooved neural pathway that was associated with singing for money is foolish. 
and she had to strengthen a new one. And the way that she does that is through repetition of her daily practice, which is writing down her goals, reading them out loud, and imagining being in the completed goal, and meeting other people that were successful singers. Once she did that, her brain finally said, okay, fine. I believe that you're serious about this. And she got all sorts of intuitive messages, one of which was to go to an event where she met a guy that had been given a budget to put on a uh, show uh, and some entertainment at his community center. And she then, just her gut was yelling at her, saying, tell him you're a singer, tell him you're a singer. And she blurted that out, and she was able to audition and get her first part. <laughs> That's awesome. I love I love this. I love what you're talking about, uh, strengthening the neural pathway that can support the God-given goal instead of just um, kind of succumbing to the routine thoughts that we have in our heads. So important. We're going to take a short break and come back and talk about the one thing that we have to do everything, every day rather, and the secret to attracting the best things in life. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Leaders across America rely on womensevents.info to find the major Christian women's events coming to their area. Womensevents.info is the only online directory of its kind featuring all the upcoming major Christian women's events. You are invited to search for events coming near you or to add your own major Christian women's events. Everything's easy and accessible over at womensevents.info. That's www.womensevents.info. your next speaker at womenspeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, featuring nearly 1,000 Christian women speakers from every state, denomination, and fee range, some near you. It's all available to you 24 hours a day, so you can start your most enjoyable speakers topic or fee range. Connect directly with the speakers you like using their social media links or the online connection box. It's really that easy. Womenspeakers.com has been the number one online connection place since 2002. Speaker profiles include a bio, professional headshot photo, a list of topics with descriptions, some references from people who've heard them speak, and so much more. It's all fast, fun, and free to search anytime you have time, day or night. Check it out right now at womenspeakers.com. That's www.womenspeakers.com. Welcome back. This is Marnie, and you're joining us for the Gratitude Formula, the seven-step success system with the book's author, Mae McCarthy. Mae, welcome back to you. We'd like to talk next... Uh, we'd like to talk next about the one thing that we have to do every single day, and I'm so curious what this is. <laughs> oh, my. Well, the most important thing is to put yourself on your calendar. And what I mean mm. by that is set your alarm for 20 to 30 minutes before you normally get up and have a meeting with you and that source of intuition. And I happen to refer to it in a a spiritual form. I, I gave God a title. I call God the chief spiritual officer and put it at the top <laughs> of my organizational chart. Mm-hmm. And and you have a meeting every single day to, it's a goal planning meeting. You know, most of us that are in business, we create goals, we review them often, and we measure our success against them. And so what I ask people to do 
is to have a goal planning meeting every morning. And in that meeting, you'll spend about five minutes reading something inspirational and uplifting that puts you into a receptive mood. You know, think stories about ordinary people having extraordinary experiences are really great for this step. The second thing is to write out a gratitude letter and be grateful for the things that you have in your life and also the things that you want, but word them as though they're already complete with gratitude. So just as in my example about losing weight, you would say, I'm so grateful that I'm healthy. And, and use all of the words to describe that wonderful health that you have. Then the third step is to read out loud what you just wrote. And any school teacher will tell you that when you hear yourself read something out loud, it anchors the meaning more fully within you. And then the fourth step is to use a technique that many professional athletes and musicians use, and that is to see themselves. Imagine yourself in the completed goal. See yourself in that successful business meeting. See yourself sitting around the table with family and friends in harmony and peace. See yourself in whatever situations with that big bank account or any even some stuff that you'd like to have, some material things. But see yourself in the completed goal with gratitude. If you do those, if you have that morning planning meeting every single morning, you will definitely be priming your brain for success, and you'll see more opportunities all day long to take steps to make those things yours. I love it. So God is your chief spiritual officer. I love that, Sophia. So um, I have I have a, a description of myself that I like to tease around. It's true, but it's not sometimes not politically correct. But if people ask me what I do for a living, I love to say, well, I'm the personal assistant to the king of the universe, and I spend every morning in private consultation with him, and then I go around all day long um, completing his errands, and he provides all the resources. And I like to say that the pay isn't the pay isn't all that great, but the retirement plan is out of this world. So that's, that's my fun little morning CSO uh, CSO meeting that I have too. That's awesome. And you know, just to invite God into every aspect of your day and your life and your dreams and your goals. And um, what, so I think my that sister, what I'm catching, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say my sister has a really cute thing. She puts on her computer, hello, Sharon, this is God. I will be handling all of your affairs today, and I don't need your help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that one, too. Yeah, it's just so, um, it's very freeing to recognize that even though God wants to do great things through us, that we we don't have to be the source of all of it, that there's so much help that's available to us in achieving those things that God created us to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So what is the secret to attracting the best things in life? Well, I think being clear on what you want the outcome to be. In my partnership with with God, with, with my CSO, my chief spiritual officer, we have clear roles and responsibilities. Hmm. My job is to figure out what it is that I want and describe it with gratitude as though it's already been complete. God's job is the how to get there and to give me one step to take at a time on the path to get there. So, so both of us 
have different roles and responsibilities in this partnership. And I'm not going to try and do God's job, and God won't do my job. Just like I wouldn't go into an area of my company and barge into my software developer's office and try to start writing software code. I don't know how to do that. And I wouldn't expect them to come and barge into my office and start planning, you know, our financial projections. We each were high, we each have our roles at our companies that best use our skills and talents. And so I like people to recognize that in this partnership, your job is to figure out what it is that you want. You describe it with gratitude as though it's already complete. God's job, the CSO's job, is to give you one lead at a time to take a step. And let me let me give you an example. Um, in 1994, you know, one of my goals I was writing out every day was that I was whole, healthy, and complete in a physically fit, trim, toned, energetic body that easily moves through life. I love my beautiful, healthy body. All right? So I'm writing that out every day. And in 1994, I'm in a business meeting, and I have this really strong thought of my sister's face in my mind's eye. And that's one of the ways that I get intuitive instructions. So I knew, having practiced this a while, that meant I needed to contact my sister. So I just stopped by her office because I was close, and she was really happy to see me because I could help her fix a computer problem for free. And as I'm sitting there at her desk, she noticed this little tiny dot on the outside of my right leg and asked me what it was. Well, I was raised in Hawaii, and I'm fair. I have lots and lots and lots of freckles. So I told her it was a freckle, and she said she didn't feel that it was a freckle and asked that I see her dermatologist to have it looked at. I was just about to tell her, don't worry about it. I mean, I've had that little tiny dot forever. And right as I was ready to open my mouth, my gut hurt. That's another way that my CSO gives me intuitive instructions. So I thought, well, maybe it'll be a good idea to establish a relationship with a dermatologist anyway. So (laughs) I made the appointment. I went to the doctor. He told me that the spot was nothing, told me I could go home. Don't worry about it, May, he said. As I was just about to heed his advice, my gut hurt again. And I had to really evaluate that and say, wow, is this you know a fear-based thing or is this God mm-hmm. trying to get my attention? And I thought, well, there's no downside to having that cut off. You know, if I have it cut off, so I just said, you know, doctor, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but could you cut that off and have it diagnosed? I came back a week later to cancer, diagnosis Mm -hmm. of malignant melanoma, Clark's level three. But because it was caught so early, all I had to do was have simple surgery and no other treatment since 1994. So the CSO, you know, God saved my life through intuition. All of us can learn to use this. We've all learned systems for success. You know, success is just a system. It's not a secret. And we've all learned systems for success. We've learned uh, to use repetition in learning how to drive, in learning to read, in learning to type on that crazy keyboard that's not even in alphabetical order. You know, we've learned through repetition and Seeing that other people have already accomplished what we want to accomplish, we've made it familiar and welcome. With that kind of system for success, we can accomplish anything. And recognizing Mm -hmm. intuition is just part of the system. 
Yeah, and I think I think like I think of intuition. Um, I, I think there is intuition, and I think the Holy Spirit also can prompt things to our minds in all of these different ways that you said as well. Uh, you know, as we're just going through life, uh, we can hear a song, and it can make us think of a certain thing. You know, I mean, it's just crazy how um, God has God has everything at His fingertips to help Absolutely. us recognize what needs to be done. Yeah, I love I love how. Of- Lots of yes, signs and messages through other people, a song, a strong thought, a gut instinct. Sometimes it's just an awareness, you know. Um, but whenever you feel an urge to, you know, a thought, a strong thought to go somewhere, to do something, to contact someone, you either take the step. But if you're unsure, if you feel uneasy about it or, or you just, you know, you're just unsure, is that just a random thought or is that really from God? I don't know, then just tilt your head up and say, hey, God, if that's from you, I need another sign. I need another lead. <laughs> exactly. And you'll what get I would one. Say. That's right. We were just studying Gideon. I mean, God, just he didn't have any problem with fleece. When a person's really confused, <laughs> it's just like, are you sure this is really what you want me to do? God really doesn't mind at all if we ask for clarification. If we ask exactly, and I I, yeah. I point out that story about throwing fleeces and Gideon yeah. in my first book, The Path to Wealth, and uh, that you know we we can't upset God by asking for more confirmation, but I can tell you we will shut the door on an intuitive message if we choose to do nothing. We're not allowed to do nothing anymore. If you get an intuitive, what I call an intuitive hit or an intuitive mm-hmm. lead. Either take the step or ask for another lead. <laughs> I love it. And the other thing is, you know, I just encourage you too. I know a lot of people are like, well, we shouldn't, ask, you know, put fleece out or we shouldn't um, just open the Bible and point to something. But I just, I just think, okay, if you're playing games, if you're trying to play games with God, you're right. It's not going to work. But if you're truly wanting to know what God wants you to do and you're willing, you know, whatever he asks you to do, you're willing. You just want to be sure it's him. Uh, he just loves that. It's like it's like a he's a parent. He's the best parent ever. So we can trust him, and we can take our questions to him and our concerns to him, and even our hopes and dreams. Obviously, they came from him in the first place. So that's so cool. We're gonna take a short break. Come back and talk about the mind game that changes everything, and how to naturally increase your productivity and results. We'll be right back. take a few moments right after the show and help me out i am curious who we're missing so for example do you know of any speaker who is missing from womenspeakers.com do you know of a guest expert who you'd love to hear me interview on marnie's friends or maybe you know of a major christian women's event group that is not yet represented over at womensevents.info Would you just take a moment after the show, swing over to Marnie.com and use the support link at the bottom of any page to recommend her to us. That would be awesome. I thank you for partnering with me in ministry, and God bless your day. Welcome back. This is Marnie. I'm visiting today with May McCarthy of MayMcCarthy.com, talking about uh, the content and the title of her new book is The Gratitude Formula, The Seven Step success system. May, let's talk next about the mind game that changes everything. The mind game that changes everything. Well, I think one of the 
the main things that happen in the mind is fear. Um, we we tend to be incredibly fearful of the unknown, and we end up sabotaging ourselves. We also can sometimes agree to do things in an effort to want to please other people that are not in alignment with our purpose or our goals, and that ends up breeding a tremendous amount of resentment and fear and anger. And when we are filled up with negative emotions, we don't have any more room to receive the good things that we want. So what we have to do is figure out how to release some of those negative emotions, kind of like a, imagine a bottle of water that's filled up to the brim. If, if it's filled to the brim, we can't get any more water into it. We have to pour some out to make room, and we have to do the same thing. And so our minds sometimes play games with us and hold on to things that are not in alignment with our goals, that are not in alignment with our purpose, and that are not serving us. And we, we have the choice to be able to remove those things to make room for the good that we want. And I talk about how going through a process each and every night where you, are, you list just three things off the top of your head that you're grateful for right before you go to sleep. You know, thank you for the parking spaces that I got in front so I didn't have to get wet in the rain. Thank you for my new friend Marnie that I got a chance to hang out with on the radio. Thank you so much for my family, my friends, whatever it is off the top of your head. Then recite a giving forth prayer. This is a prayer that you say every single night right before you go to sleep. And it is releasing anything that's taking up room within you that's not serving you so that you have room to receive the good stuff that you want. Now, when you release with this prayer those things that are taking up room, people that you have grudges against or your resentment towards or you have unforgiveness towards or situations that were unjust, when you remove them with this prayer, it's just putting that pile over here on the side. You still own that pile until you decide to do something about it. And it's been my experience that God will definitely tell you what to do about that pile. But this is a goal attainment strategy. And so what we're trying to do here is simply make room within you so that you can receive more of what you want. Now, it stands to reason that as you start to live the life that you love, as you as you start to see evidence that you are, in fact, working in partnership with Spirit to create the life that you love, then much of that stuff that's in the pile is going to disintegrate and not have very much importance anymore. Also, this, this forgiveness prayer does not, does not condone anyone else's behavior. Mm-hmm. It is not a blanket condoning of any unjust situation that may have happened. There have been a lot of hurtful, really hurtful things that have happened in people's past. This is not condoning any of that. This is simply a goal attainment strategy to help people live from a place of freedom and power rather than a place of of resentment, lack, and, and unforgiveness. 
Do you have, I'd like to share mine that I use all the time. Do you have one that you'd be willing to share with us? Sure. Okay. Well, I'll I'll go first and then uh, you go ahead after me. So mine is, um, I release and forgive every last thing that is not for our good and I receive with joyful praise and thanksgiving, I'm not speaking to God now, your perfect plan, provision, and protection for us now. And then it goes on a little bit after that. But I just I just intentionally release and forgive every last thing that is not from God. That's not his good and best for us. And it's, it's like you say, it's an intentional act of saying, this is in my life because somebody put it there. <laughs> that, that doesn't mean I have to keep it. Right, right. So I've got, you know, the evening forgiveness prayer that I use is is outlined in my books, and it goes something like this. Remember, my title for God is Chief Spiritual Officer. So right. I th- I say, but but people can insert, you know, what whatever they want, Holy yeah. Spirit, Jesus, God, you name it. So mm-hmm. CSO, if there's anyone from my past or present that I need to forgive, whether I remember them or not, I now do so. I bless them. I love them, I forgive them, and I release them into your care, mm-hmm. knowing that yes. you will work with them in whatever way is best. And if there's anyone from my past or present who needs to forgive me, including myself, they now do so, and we are all free to experience a higher and greater good in our lives. Good night. <laughs> <laughs> That's so beautiful. That's so beautiful. Yeah, mine goes on. Mine goes on to talk about freedom, too, because that's really the whole point of what Jesus did on the cross was to free us, free us of this burden of having to carry around our own sins as well as the unforgiveness of the sins of others. So, so beautiful. So beautiful. Well, let's talk about Yeah, and then when people are... Yeah, go ahead. When people are cruising around during the day, and and Mm -hmm. if somebody comes to mind in the middle of the day... And they start to feel the hair on the neck, back of their neck go up, and their anger or their their feelings, you know, some negative emotion towards anyone or a situation. They can repeat this over and over and over again before, uh, in order to get themselves back to a peaceful place. And the forgiveness mantra is, "I bless you, I forgive you, I release you." I bless you, I forgive you, I release you. And you say that over and over again. You might have to say it 5,000 times the first day. But the next day, you're only going to have to say it 4,990. <laughs> and the next day, it'll be less <laughs> right? and less and less. Right? Yeah, and you know, well, I know if you're not I'm... calm, you can't, you can't notice intuition. Mm-hmm. You can't notice that right. still small voice. Right. Too much other agitation going on. Yeah. Yeah, and I know I use the word mantra a lot too. Some people have a problem with the word mantra, but the, if you just if you have a problem with the word mantra, just think catchphrase, or you know, just a prayer. Uh, you know, just like I, you know, I say the Lord's prayer every single morning uh, before I get out of bed. I'm talking to God. I'm saying, "Good morning, Daddy. I am so glad you're up in heaven and not stuck down here on earth. <laughs> that your perspective is perfect and your name is so wonderful." And I'm just talking to Him through the Lord's prayer every day. That's that's a mantra, if you would. But it's it's just it's a habit that we get into. And right now, in all of our minds, there are habits that are bad. We don't call them mantras because we don't even hear them playing. Uh, but they are. They're there. They're playing. So what you're helping us do here, May, from my perspective, is you're helping us to trade out some of the bad and unhealthy self-talk that's just happening in the background without us being aware of it with some really um, proactive, positive, uh, helpful things that can change our change our whole trajectory, really. 
Well, thanks. Thanks. I, I, it, it's, I've been using it for a very, very, very long time. And I'm confident, I'm absolutely confident that the partnership that I've got with God is the reason that I've been as successful in business as I have. And, and also in my health and my personal life and um, just in doors opening and gates are lifted. My path, you know, those crooked way, paths are made straight. I mean, all of this is true. All these stories that are outlined in, in the Bible and wonderful sacred texts, um, those things that we see and we call miracles, it's my belief that as we stay attached and, and in partnership with God, miracles can become typicals in our lives. <laughs> That's awesome. Coincidences become God incidences. I love it. Okay, let's yeah. talk about productivity and results because uh, you're going to share with us a, a few examples or kind of strategies to naturally increase how much we can get done, um, how much effect we can have? Well, what I find is that when you're really clear about what it is that you want, you know, and you're really clear, and I, I, I want people to be clear in six areas of their lives. I want them to have a major goal and describe what the outcome will be. What's your life like after you've already achieved that goal? And, and this should be in six areas. What's your life after, like after you've achieved harmonious relationships with your family, with your coworkers, with your uh, company, with your community, with your world? What's your life like after you've achieved the financial freedom that you want? How much money do you have? What are you doing with it? Who, who else is in your life to enjoy it? What's your life like after you're um, using your skills and talents in remarkable and fulfilling and satisfying ways? What's your life like when you're in a healthy, pain-free body that's easily able to move through life? What's your life like when you are so spiritually connected, when you are, um, you, your entire being is so connected to God that, that you just know that every breath you take is filled with the Holy Spirit? You know, what, what's your life like when you're that connected? What's your life like in, in all of those major areas of your life, including your recreation? How are you balancing yourself? When you're clear on what the outcomes are, not the how that you get there, but the outcomes, then what you find is that you start having these intuitive messages and you start to notice opportunities that you may not have seen before that will guide you and direct you to take steps to achieve your goals. I'll give you an example. I was um, I travel about 200,000 miles a year when I'm starting a business, and I happened to be in Cleveland one night, and I dropped my bags off at the hotel after flying in and getting a rent-a-car, and I was back in the car to go to the grocery store that's just five minutes away. You know, I've been there before. I've got customers there, and, and I'm, I'm in the car. Now, my goal that I had been writing about every single day for my business was I'm so grateful that we have a minimum or more of $400,000 by X period of time as we, so we can grow our business to serve more customers in remarkable and wonderful ways and help save lives and add people to our um, company who really appreciate and value the work and who we can appreciate and value, and together we, thri we all thrive and prosper. Okay, so that's my goal every day. 
So I'm in Cleveland, and I'm in the car, ready to go to the grocery store that's five minutes away to get protein shakes and water and things I need for my stay. And I have this really strong thought about a grocery store that's 15 minutes away. Well, my rational mind starts to tell me, that's a stupid idea, May. You shouldn't go to a grocery store that's 15 minutes away. It's 9 o'clock at night. You're going to be too tired for your appointment at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. And, oh, by the way, it's Cleveland and might not be so safe to drive across town in Cleveland at 9 o'clock at night. Just go to the grocery store that's close by. You know, that's what the rational mind tries to tell you. So I had to stomp my foot and say, hey, CSO, if this Uh is from you, give me a lead. And that gave my intuitive mind an opportunity to chime in, and mine did. And it said, May, it's only 6 o'clock in Seattle. I know it's 9 o'clock here, but it's only 6 o'clock in Seattle. You can't go to sleep right now anyway. You're not tired. And who knows, maybe everything you want will be on sale. Just make the drive. So I did. As I'm walking into the grocery store, there's a guy walking out who I recognized. I met him six months before at a trade show. He represented a giant decision maker. He worked for a big healthcare system and he was not returning any of my phone calls or emails for an appointment, and here we are face-to-face. We strike up a conversation, and before we're done, I'm invited to come make a presentation to his group while I'm in town. Well, that led to another and another and another, and eventually a contract worth more than $400,000 in the time frame that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that sound like Red Sea's parting, food falling from heaven, <laughs> water coming out of rocks? Mm -hmm. No one in business would say, first step to achieving $400,000, follow God's thought to drive across town to a grocery store. This is the way we were all meant to live. We just need to trust it. So true. I love that. I I want to tell another little grocery store uh, story because my sister is a deaf interpreter. And... um, you know, when you're when you're working with deaf people, they have to be looking at you for anything to happen. And so one day she was in the grocery store, she was shopping, and she was prompted to get three cans of pumpkin. And it wasn't uh, it wasn't Thanksgiving time, but she's prompted to get three cans of pumpkin. And again, her little voice came up in her head and said, "That's ridiculous. You know, what are you doing? Why would you ever do that?" But it wouldn't go away. So she got three cans of pumpkin, put them in her cart. And then she went and checked out, and as she was walking out of the grocery store, she literally bumped into someone from their church's deaf community who she hadn't seen for a long time. The person hadn't been to church for a long time. They had a wonderful conversation. And Marla left and got in her car and uh, took her three cans of pumpkin along with her other groceries home. Putting the cans of pumpkin away, she thought, oh, that's so funny. It was the delay of getting the three cans of pumpkin that caused me to have this connection uh, that I wouldn't have otherwise had. I, w- I wouldn't have seen her. She wouldn't have seen me. Anyway, the next Sunday at church, they, they uh, said that they were doing a drive, and what they were collecting was, what do you think, May? Pumpkin. Cans of pumpkin. <laughs> if you could donate some cans of pumpkin. You know, I mean, it's like all of these things, and, and, and both of us, I know that we just have dozens of stories like this in our own lives and that we've heard from other people where it sounds really dumb, And, in fact, next week's whole program is on this, following Jesus even right into the lion's den, if that's where he leads you. Because sometimes what he's asking us to do is so um, uh, counter, like, what we would be doing. It's not what we would think. Like you said, our our brains try to talk us out of it. But it is the Holy Spirit calling us into a a better place. 
Yeah, and we live in such a uh, data-driven society. I mean, when we think about making a step about anything, taking a step towards something, first thing we do is analyze, measure, evaluate, talk to subject matter (laughs) experts about every possible step. Then we even go one step further and think about every possible outcome that could come from every possible step. Mm -hmm. And if we don't like any of them, that only our limited, tiny, little, rational mind can dream up, many of us just do nothing. And what I like to tell people, you're not allowed to do nothing anymore because mm-hmm. God's ways are different. God way, yeah. God's ways are way bigger, way... They're infinite possibilities. They are so far beyond our rational understanding that we just yeah. need to stop relying on only our rational mind and allow God to use that intuitive mind to give us directions. Mm, so beautiful. This is Marnie Swedberg visiting today with Mae McCarthy, the author of a wonderful new book, The Gratitude Formula, a seven-step success system to create a life that you'd love. We're going to take one last break, come back and talk about the key to experiencing more and more wins and how to prepare yourself for every new day. We'll be right back. ready to experience your best life possible and share biblical success principles with others register for the spy coach certification program today spy or spi stands for success principles intensive it's a six-hour online program that equips you to fully comprehend and train biblical success principles you can check it out today over at marnie.com it's available as part of the mentorship program or you can buy it as a standalone certification program Learn more now at Marnie.com. That's M-A-R-N-I-E.com. And welcome back. This is Marnie, and our guest today is May McCarthy. May, let's go ahead and dive into the key to experiencing more and more wins. First of all, we all love to win. <laughs> so how do we do that more? <laughs> oh, well, first of all, everything I, I've, I've told you so far, but most importantly is to make sure that you put your words on a diet. So many people think that when they are describing success for themselves, when they're describing what they want, they they often will throw in some terminology that describes what they don't want. You know, I have had hundreds and hundreds of people work for my companies over the years. And I remember this one salesperson, and she used to say things like, gosh, I hope I'm not going to be late for an appointment. I I really don't want to make a bad impression. Well, she was always last on the totem pole (laughs) for sales. And she, so I decided, you know, I'm going to go out and and, uh, go on some sales calls with her and, and see, and she's very pleasant. She's very nice. She has the perfect personality to be an exceptional salesperson. She really does believe in the idea of a fair exchange of value. She's not trying to to, to sell somebody on something that they don't need. She really believes that there was a, a, a real fair way that we could exchange value. We could help our customers. They would pay us. So I knew her heart was good. So I, I started listening to her. And I kept hearing these terms, um, you know, I don't want this, oh, I don't want this, oh, I don't want this. And they were all fear-based. 
And, you know, since we've been talking a little bit about the Bible, I mean, there's there's that great story of Job where he says, you know, the thing that I most feared has come upon me. And and we in our society have a tendency sometimes to plan for worst-case scenarios. Or what do we do? We save for a rainy day fund. Well, why not save for a fun day fund? Um, <laughs> so we we set ourselves up for failure by using the wrong words. So I asked her to do an experiment for me, and I asked her, instead of saying things like, I hope I'm not late for appointments, I said, I want you to start saying over and over and over again, every day, with gratitude, I'm so grateful that I'm on time or early for all my appointments. I'm so grateful that I'm able to articulate a fair exchange of value, where I help my customers solve some really, really big problems, and they are so grateful that they've chosen our company as a solution. I said, I want you to say that. She goes, well, it's not quite true yet. I said, it doesn't matter. Just start saying it over and over and over again. Whatever your goal is for your quota, I want you to start being grateful that you've already achieved it in advance. So she did that. Well, it was in less than six months, she became the top of the sales totem pole. She was the leader of all sales that had been made in six months. So we can win when we're clear about what it is that we desire and we use gratitude and a right diet of words. Hmm. One of the things that's come up repeatedly during this hour is the word focus and getting clear. And I, too, we we for um, 11 years owned a retail store, 12,000 square foot retail store. And I remember when we first bought it and I had never done retail and I'm supposed to be owning and running this now. And, and it, I would just get lost in it. There was so much to do and everything was urgent and I couldn't get anything done because I was so overwhelmed by everything that needed to get done. And what I learned in that business was that as soon as I got crystal clear about what I was going to do this hour, or this four-hour period of time, and I had my staff do the same thing, we could get so much done. But if we just had a lot to do and we weren't clear about what to do even today or next, we didn't get anything done. And and it's the same way in the bigger picture, isn't it? I mean, this clarity is just huge. It is. And what I would, what I would explain to my employees, I mean, in, in the last four companies that I had, which were all um, technology companies, our largest was over $100 million, but all of them were multimillion-dollar companies. And I explained to my employees very, very carefully that no matter what was going on, no matter what was going on, if a customer was really upset, if we were having a technical issue that just seemed to baffle us, if we were having some challenges with our coworkers or our customers or our vendors or suppliers, to stop, take a really deep breath, and think about and be grateful for what you wanted the outcome to be. You don't know how that's going to happen yet. It's not your job. All your job to do right in that moment is to start being grateful for a good outcome. And what that does is it ends up helping us to notice more possibilities. And it puts us into, the gratitude puts us into that 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 receptive state where innovation and creativity can show up. I remember we had this really, really challenging problem with a customer, and my developers, you know, did what I asked. They took a deep breath, 
and they just said, I'm so grateful that we have the most awesome and innovative solution for our customer. I'm so grateful that that this this worry that they had is dissolved and resolved, and everyone is blessed by it. Everyone receives great benefit from what from this innovation that we create. Well, within 24 hours, they came up with a way to tweak the software mm-hmm. to enable this customer to be not only happy with an installation that we did, but it opened up that one tweak, opened up the ability for us to serve 10 other locations for them that we would not have been able to serve before. Right. So stay yeah. focused on what you want the outcomes to be. Yeah, I love that. Gratitude puts us into a receptive state. And I can attest to this, too, that so many times the best things come out of what appeared to be the worst things. I mean, that's that's a biblical principle. And, uh, you know, Jesus' death on the cross being the A number one example that, that looked like the worst possible thing that could have ever happened. And yet that is why we have salvation today. So beautiful. Okay, how do we prepare ourselves for a new day? Well, in addition to getting a really good night's sleep and using gratitude right before you go to sleep does, in fact, help you to sleep better. Some studies that have been done, uh, lots of studies actually, have shown that using gratitude statements right before you go to sleep helps you to sleep better. It's also great for your overall health and well-being. But what you could do each day is to um, set that alarm and, and make sure that you have a meeting with your partner and you take time for yourself to really plan out what your day is going to look like. If you program your brain in the morning, then as you start to go out into your day and you get, you know, some days it feels like you get attacked by social media and you get attacked by the news, the doom and gloom that's going on in the news, um, if you allow that to be the most important thing for you to focus on, then that's what you're going to see more evidence of during the day. So take the time first thing in the morning to program your own subconscious, to notice possibilities that are in alignment with the things that are important to you. Otherwise, you're going to be adrift like a boat without a rudder and pay attention to what everybody else thinks is important. You know, one of my very favorite authors is a woman named Florence Scovel Shin, and she published a book Mm -hmm. called The Game of Life in 1925. And she said that, you know, we can't always control our thoughts, but we can control our words. And through repetition, we impress the subconscious and then become masters of of anything. She also said that if we don't program our own subconscious, somebody else is going to program it for us. So take charge every single day to program what's important to you in each major area of your life, your health, your wealth, your work, your family, your relationships with other people, your balance and recreation, and most importantly, your spiritual connection. Mm-hmm. That that is what you so should do beautiful. every single day. Yeah, and I love the work of Florence Shovelskin too. She is um, she's just a kind of a forerunner of just looking at biblical principles and saying, you know, these these uh, these we're supposed to be applying these. You guys, we're not supposed to just leave them, <laughs> walk away, <Yeah. laughs> apply them. Truly, great wisdom and power here. Yeah, really 
fun. Well, um, May, you have a book. Uh, your new book is The Gratitude Formula, A Seven-Step Success System. You guys need to go check that out. Also, you have a website, MayMcCarthy.com. If people go over there, what are they going to find? Oh, they're going to learn a little bit more about me, but they also, your listeners, can uh, download for free the first few chapters of each of my books so they can check it out and see if they like it. We've also got events booked out through April of next year, so if I'm in a town near them, I'd love to see some of them, and hopefully they'll come up and say they're Marnie's friends. And um, (laughs) there's lots of other free success tips and resources and videos and all sorts of great stuff. If they just go to MayMcCarthy.com, they'll they'll get lots and lots of success tips, things they can use to create a life they love. Well, that's great. And this has been such a great hour. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for writing this book. I thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. And thank you all for being here today. We can't have a show without listeners, and it is so wonderful when you guys come join us for Marnie's Friends Live on Wednesday afternoons at Blog Talk Radio, as well as those of you who join us for all over the Internet um, at the stations that play us, as well as those of you who host us on your sites. Thank you to uh, you and for that opportunity to share this encouraging information with more people. If you would like to host us, you could just go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Marnie's Friends, and you will be able to find a player box that your web, uh, your web manager can just quickly uh, embed into your site on a sidebar somewhere, and that would be so awesome if you'd want to help us with that. Our host is womenspeakers.com. Thank you to you, and I hope that you guys have a wonderful rest of your day. We'll see you next time on Marnie's Friends. Bye-bye. Minutes with Marnie is my per-minute coaching service. Whenever you feel stuck, have an idea you want to run by me, need to pick my brain, or would like me to edit your one-pager media pitch, just schedule a 15- to 60-minute session using the Easy Calendar tool at Marnie.com. I'm so grateful that you're here with us today, and I hope to connect with you one-on-one soon. Visit Marnie.com, that's M-A-R-N-I-E.com, to schedule your coaching session right now. There is a huge difference between working for God and allowing God to work through us. My latest book, Flow Through Vessel, explains how to master the habit of letting God flow through our lives. When we try to do everything good for God, we quickly fail. But when we learn how to allow God to flow His life and love through us, we find strength for the day. Check out this new Bible study resource at www.marnie.com. That's www.marnie.com.